Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online, so you can access it from anywhere in the world. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whenever it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist with no additional cost. With BetterHelp, you, got, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% of your first month at betterhelp.com slash how to survive society. That's better com slash how to survive society. Hello, survivors. This is your girl, Abby Ayola Williams, and you're now listening to How to Survive Society. How to Survive Society is a weekly podcast that features survivors. These are people that have been through the ringers in life. They've been through hell and back, but they choose to stay positive. They choose to win. They choose to thrive and they choose to survive. So let's get right into it. Hello, survivors. This is your girl, Abby Ayola Williams. And I just want to say thank you for tuning in to another episode of How to Survive Society. Today, I have a very special guest. His name is Sam Mitchell. And he has a podcast called Autism Rocks and Rose. And we're and also a motivational speaker. So we're going to talk about um, having autism, what autism is, um, and, and different things like that. So, Sam, hi, how are you? Hey, good to be here. Perfect. So you you say that um, you have an eye functioning, your eye function on the autism spectrum. What does that mean? And what is autism for the viewers that don't know what autism is out there? Well, it's a neurological condition that society sees as detrimental where you can't function in society and you're basically struggling with social cues and the basic aspects of life. I see it as a different way of thinking. Yes, that's that's true, because we can't all be the same. We're all different for a reason. So I, I get you on that one. So you have a successful podcast called Autism Rocks and Rose. So can you talk a little bit more about the podcast, when it was started, why yeah. you started it, and, and things like that? So it's about autism and how we cope with daily struggles that you may or may not understand. I rant since October 2019. It started to join my high school's media club, and I fell in love with the podcasting realm and that club. So I decided to start my own podcast. And that was when Autism Rocks and Rolls was born. And since then, I've had amazing guests like Temple Grand and Mick Foley. As you say yourself, I got to do some motivational speaking. I've spoken in Oklahoma, Orlando, and Canada. That's amazing. And are you based in Canada or the U.S.? U.S. Oh, nice. And you have the top 200 podcast in Canada? Yeah, I find that ironic and very funny. So. <laughs> It's okay. We're all, you know, we're all connected in one way or the other. The world is big. Even though it's yeah. big, it's pretty small also. So we're all connected somehow. Mm-hmm. 
So you just recently graduated high school. So I, yeah, I ahead. would say a, I would say a recent graduate. I think I need to change that. It's kind of getting old, but I graduated last year. So I don't know yeah, if that still counts still, as recent graduate recent. or not. Yeah, okay. that's still a recent graduate because that was just okay. last year. And the fact that you're able to accomplish all these things while you were in high school, that's pretty amazing. So clap for yourself, Sam. You're doing amazing things. So how was it going through high school and having autism? Like, were you teased in school? Were people mean to you? Oh, yeah. Like, Hands down, I was bullied. I dealt with the exclusion, all the fun stereotyping. I got jabbed in the back with pencils. So yay on me with that. But I really changed after I joined the club. And while the students sucked there, the staff was amazing because they understood the IEP rules, understood mm-hmm. my accommodations. They would give me modified tests. It's definitely helpful. That, that's good to know that the staff members were able to help you and be, and be there for you. Because I do know that uh, people can be rude, mean when they think someone is different then they, you know, like, it's just, it's ridiculous the way people act sometimes. Oh, you ain't so, a kid there. I'll give you that one. <laughs> so you did a tech talk called Sold Structure. Can you talk more about the tech talk that you did? And how did you even get involved with tech talk? Because I know that is like a big deal, you know? Well, I really mainly did that through, I got nominated a couple of times. So that was through a couple of people. But anyway, we... Got nominated, and they liked my idea, my story, and they wanted me on. And we did it. It went great. We had to do a virtual because of COVID. But it was still is, is labeled as a qualified TED Talk, and it was a great talk. It was about autism and structure. And it was mainly about an episode of Pinball I did once upon a time, but I went more in depth with that. And the concept wasn't really the pinball and how it helped me. It was mainly about why people on the spectrum need structure. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's cool. So do you have any siblings, brothers, sisters? Uh, No. If you count my no. dogs, I guess, but that's it. Okay. So you're the only child for your parents. So how did your parents, are your parents supportive? Like, are they there oh, for yeah. you? Oh, yeah. So I, got a, I got a good Go family. That's I said, good. I got a, I got a good family. They're supportive. They, they, they will basically help you out in any way, shape, or form. They have your back. So they were supportive in what I did and what I've done all the time through what I need to do, even even if it wasn't the most ideal situation, they would do it for me regardless. And I wasn't trying to be bossy at all. I just needed that help. That That's really good. Because most times people that come on here, they always say, you know, their childhood was horrible. They're traumatized. They, they went through depression, mental health issues. Have you ever been through any mental health issues in the past? And if you did, how did you get over that? Oh, oh yeah, I've dealt with anxiety and depression and lots of other mental health issues. And even though I had a great home life, unlike your previous guests that you have stated you've had, while my home <laughs> life was great, just mentally, I felt like garbage because it's just I felt high anxiety all the time. I was afraid of saying something to the wrong person. I just mm-hmm. didn't want to be around people other than like several people, which was my family and one friend who really had my back and had just had two friends at the time. But since then I've grown, I made other friends. I made some great people. We've hit it off and we've just gone from there. If you think about it. 
That, that's really good. I'm glad that you have people that are supportive around you and even your friends also. That That's amazing. So have you ever thought about maybe writing a book or coaching other people with eye function autism? Yeah. We're in the publishing. Mm-hmm. We're, we're in the process of that right now. We're making a book for um, elementary students and hopefully middle school students and maybe even high school students. It's called mainly elementary and preschool, but it's called Journey, and it's about why and it's about this girl who is on the spectrum, and she is obsessed, but and we call it practicing for future skills. But anyway, she is obsessed about trees, and she is now a park ranger. Mm-hmm. So it's about her touring these kids with uh, caterpillars and talking all about that. But she's also having flashbacks from her childhood. Hmm. Wow. So do you... Um... What is your next plan? Are you planning to go to college, university, or are you trying to take your podcast as a as a full time job? Like, what what's your goal? I'm already in college. I am studying Ivy right now for Ivy Tech in Bloomington for general studies. I'm hoping to transfer to Vincennes for media or entrepreneurship. But mm-hmm. the goal, I always joke around and say, "Ask me in five years, and we'll talk again," because I don't know. Because I'm really just trying to take this podcast one day at a time and see where it goes. I mean, we're mm-hmm. hoping to get a good job with it. Maybe it'll just be a hobby. But right now, it just keeps growing and growing. And I'm hoping that we can utilize it in some way of anyhow way possible. Because I'll tell you this, no matter what I'm doing, ARA or Autism Rocks and Rolls is not going anywhere. Mm. Period. That is good. I'm I'm glad to hear that. So what are, what are the some topics that you've spoken about about autism on your autism rocks and roll podcast well let's see what am i well i mean i got got think here well i've talked about anger issues i mean i do have some anger issues not as much as i once upon a time had but i would say i have some anger issues unfortunately but i deal with it then i have anxiety uh anticipatory anxiety mainly i've done some analogies to some certain cartoons or video games or games I've played. I mean, the pinball is one. I've compared mm-hmm. autism to Scooby-Doo, believe it or not, which was very out of the box. <laughs> and then another idea I did was a video game called Red Dead Redemption. And then let's see another topic here. I can think of, I have sensitive feelings, like sensory issues. So mm-hmm. wearing a wet t-shirt and all that, that's not going to go too hot for me if we can label it that way. Oh, and then okay. practicing for our future skills is definitely a topic that I have discussed before in the podcast episodes. And then I would also say that I'm not the best with conversing, like entering and exiting a conversation, nor mm-hmm. am I the best with nonverbal communication, like non-speak, sorry, not nonverbal. I shouldn't have said that, but non-speaking communication. I need to learn not mm-hmm. to say that because there's a difference between nonverbal and non-speaking. But yeah. anyway, it's a non-speaking communication, like eye rolling, body language, gesture, mm-hmm. face, face, Facial expressions, personal space, all that. So those are some of the issues I have. Okay. Or challenges too. And how do you how, how do you help yourself deal with those challenges? It depends on which one. Because <laughs> okay, it's different. Yes, that's true. So the censoring one. So how do you deal with that? Well, it's mainly a wet wet t shirt or mm-hmm. a wet clothing. So mm-hmm. I, the best idea I get for that is if it's that certain piece of area, just don't wear your clothes in the pool or 
water. And if it's raining, wear a poncho and an umbrella. And if you do get wet by chance, just find a position to where you're at least comfortable. I mean, I did it once at a Hamilton Awards at this fancy banquet. It was raining and it was raining pretty, it wasn't raining hard, but it was like, you know, pouring down a little bit. Yeah. And I got, and I got all over my jacket. Like it was soaking wet. Like it wasn't soaking wet, but it was damped where it was pinching. So I thought I just had to sit in a place where it was kind of weird looking, but it was mm-hmm. the only place, the only position where I, how I could get comfortable. Mm, I see. I see. So for, for someone out there, like one of the the listeners, let's say they, they do have autism and they're trying to find ways to navigate, you know, uh, their way around. Like what advice would you give this person? To the parent or to the child? To, I, to I the miss- child. To the child. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. So on the child, I would say that find your way. And if you don't think you're going to find your way, trust me, you will. There'll be a passion and whatever that passion is, go for it. And I, cause I'm a firm believer and it's kind of an old school belief, but kind of like a good old school belief, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not a firm believer in some areas like old school beliefs, like spanking and all that. I don't believe that works. That's just my opinion. But what I do believe in is starting them early. So in my opinion, if a child is very passionate about something, Mm-hmm. And they want to do it, not because they don't, not because they have to, but because they want to start them early. If they like windshields or cars, why not try to see if you can create, why not have them create a little company where they moderate cars? Mm-hmm. Or for example, I went to a CEO class. You had to get up at, what time was I? I had to get up at 5 a.m. each morning because I had to get driven there. And I did that most of the mornings because not I didn't want, because I didn't have to, but I wanted to because I was really interested in you know learning about more business and ceo management and gain some opportunities in Mm -hmm. the business world and knowing some of the you know local big names where you get opportunities Mm. that that, that's a good advice so find your passion and do start early yeah Yeah, start start early early. start Mm. early i don't see a problem with it there's nothing in the rut says you can't start early with being electric electrician like my dad is i think when he was a child i think he had to do some electrical work at 12 years old wow that's that's pretty good i think i i'm pretty sure though if i remember correctly he did yeah no that's that's a good advice because in this part of the world especially in north america like if a child is trying to do something that's out of this world whatever People will say, oh, it's child labor or, oh, no, they're too young to do that. Oh, you know, like there's always an excuse. But um, where I came from, because I was born in Nigeria, like children are more mature than the children here because they are exposed to more things and they're able to do more things at their age as opposed to children in North America. So I do see that big difference. So, yes, that's a great advice. If you have a passion, start early because... You just never know where it might take you, right? Why waste time? Nobody knows tomorrow, right? So might as well just start today. All right so now, I need a, now, obviously, if you got a passion, now I'm not trying to say, wake up with it one day, go start early. No, 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 no. Practice mm-hmm. your craft first. Like, get yeah. good at your craft and then start early. Mm. That's, that's a great advice. That's a great advice. So if someone wants to listen to your podcast, right? So how, how can they listen to you? And do you have anything 
um, before we go, any last thing to tell people out there, um, the listeners and, and stuff like that? You can find me on your favorite media platform. So YouTube, Apple Podcasts. If you think I'm there, I'm probably there. And sincerely, all you really have to do is Google search me and you'll find something. That is good. And any last thing you would like to tell the listeners out there? Well, I could say this. and I always say this in a lot of podcasts, but I think this is true. And answer me if I'm wrong. I think mm-hmm. if the world could be nice and not be stupid, we get along mm-hmm. so much better. Wouldn't you think? Yes, of course. Of and, course. and there you go. Yes, we can all. It doesn't cost us anything to be nice to people, you know, like. I just wish more people would be kinder and nicer to each other instead of always trying to rip each other apart. I was trying to separate people by race, culture, religion, like it's, it's ridiculous. So I I know we need more unity as a human race for sure. We do. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Thank you, Sam, for all the great knowledge that you just dropped. And I really appreciate you coming on here. Yeah, not a problem. You have a good one now. And thank you. Thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you. Big, big thank you to our guest for um, for today. And if you would like to learn more about today's topic, please go on howtosurvivesociety.com. There you can get um, some life skills courses and some merchandise and um, contact me if you would like to be a guest on the show. So thank you so much for tuning in and have yourself a lovely day. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Let's create something great together. So if you ever need help to start your own podcast, reach out to me. And then you know what you can do also? You know, you can follow the link in the show notes, in the show notes that lets Buzzsprout know that I sent you so you can get a $20 Amazon gift card when you sign up for a paid plan. And you can also support the show that way. So, yeah. So if you're looking to start your own podcast, reach out to me. Follow the link under the notes show and you'll be able to sign up and get a $20 Amazon card. Yeah.